When we think of improving ourselves, why is it that the first thing we do is add something to what we're doing? Maybe this is complete crazy talk, especially because I just gave an entire lesson to my women's church group about the power of taking action to gain momentum. I also believe that, but I wanted to give a different take on that today. What if we were going to let go of something instead of adding something new to give us momentum? I think I'm teaching the same idea here, but maybe just from a different angle. So you ready to go from this angle with me today? I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. We're already busy enough. I don't have time to do more, do you? Even if you did have more time, do you have the energy to do more? It's time to be honest here. I want to do less of the things that aren't helping get to what I want to accomplish. I want to do less of the things that don't help me feel like I want to feel. So I thought, why don't we break a bad habit instead of trying to add a new habit? It's time to break those habits that don't make you feel like you're being true to who you want to be, not being your true self, not being as happy as you want to be, you know, things that make you feel like that. So I've broken it down into a few steps. Step one, start by recognizing the habit. Acknowledge what you're doing. You can't change something you don't like that you're doing unless you recognize that you're doing it. It will start standing out to you more once you've recognized it. That's when you'll begin to have power over it because you have acknowledged that it's there. When it's hiding, you have no power to change it. So, recognize that you're doing it and that you don't like it. The next step, step number two, is to look for clues around the habit. Like something that you tend to do right before you begin the habit you're focusing on. Sometimes your clue may happen quite a while before the actual habit, but it's usually something that happens that sets up or ignites the habit. So what I'm wanting you to do is to change the situation before the habit begins. It's like you break the cycle right before it happens. Now, I'm going to be open with you, like always, and I'm going to share a habit that I'm working on breaking right now. It's a little embarrassing, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right. I snack big time. Not just like I go grab a treat and snack on that. I realize that I actually binge snack. That's embarrassing to admit, but it's the truth. Oh, and don't come back to me with the, oh, you're skinny, you can eat whatever you want. That may have been true in my 20s, but I am 50. It was true then, and it's true now that I don't wear my food as pounds on the outside. That is true. But it does the same things to me on the inside. I feel yucky when I eat like that. When I eat too many sweets, my brain stops working. I get brain fog, and sometimes it makes me not very nice. 
When I eat too much of anything, there are always negative effects of the way that I feel. So it's not an excuse that I won't gain a lot of weight because of my eating habit. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I got off on a tangent. I guess it's something, another one of my soapboxes. My bad habit is binge snacking, and I don't like the way I feel when I eat like that. If we look at the steps so far, step number one was to notice this habit and realize that I don't like the result of it. Step number two is to identify the clues that happen around the bad habit. Here's what I noticed. I noticed that I get hungry around the same time every day. Now when I'm sitting and working on my computer or something else that is really stationary, it seems to set off that hunger more than when I'm up on my feet and really busy. What I've decided to do is to change the situation around the habit, and I have kind of two different things that I do. Number one is that I eat something about an hour before the time I usually get hungry. Now when I do this, I usually make a wiser choice about what I eat instead of just grabbing the fastest and easiest thing I can shove into my mouth because I am so hungry. The other thing that I do is that sometimes I try to do things that keep me more active around that time. This is actually something I do without really thinking about it. If I'm active, you know, up and about doing things really busy, I, I don't seem to even remember that I, or even feel that I'm hungry, that I even need the snack. It's kind of weird, but because I started paying attention to the situations around my habit, that's how I was able to identify that this one is true for me. Now, when you're trying to decide on a habit you want to break, I'd suggest that you begin by choosing something small. I wouldn't have your first one be something that you've dealt with for years. I didn't choose to break my soda habit. Not sure I'll ever choose that one. So try to be honest about it. And if it's something you really want to stop doing, and if you mostly believe you can do it, those are two kind of things that I try to think about. Negative self-talk, that's a great one to stop. It's something that you can start to realize you're doing just by paying attention to how you talk to yourself in your brain. The payoff for this one is huge, by the way. We can talk more about that another time. Let's move on to step number three. Celebrate it. Every time you don't do that habit you're working on breaking, congratulate yourself. Say good job without waiting for someone else to tell you. Dance. Give yourself a reward that doesn't break what you're trying to do. Like, binging on a can of chips isn't the kind of reward I should be giving myself, right? When you do your looking back on the day, if you don't know what that is, that's a technique I teach in Camp Connection. When you do that looking back, take time to celebrate what you did again. Or even if you weren't successful that day, when you do your looking back, write about what you'll do differently tomorrow. All right, here's the final step. Don't quit. No matter how many times you mess up, don't quit. Because you're going to mess up. Don't quit. Don't give yourself an out just because you didn't catch it one time. Don't quit. Don't beat yourself up for not doing it. And don't quit. Acknowledge that whatever the habit is, it started because it was serving you somehow. And now it just isn't doing that for you anymore. And that's okay. You can break this habit and you're not going to quit until you do, no matter how long it takes. 
Another part of all this that I want to share with you today is how important it is to be kind to yourself through all of it. Be gentle with how you talk to yourself because it's not easy breaking a habit. Let yourself know that you'll be there to support you through the whole thing and you'll love yourself no matter what. Hating on yourself won't make you quit the habit any faster and it will probably do the opposite. Now, I wouldn't talk to a friend in a condescending way if she messed up on something she was trying to do. So why would I talk to myself like that? I want to show up as a best friend would for me. I hope you'll talk to yourself in that way too. So above all else, be kind to yourself. You deserve to get where you want to go, but it doesn't have to be a miserable journey. Take your most enthusiastic and encouraging friend with you. That should be you. The thing is, it's quite possible that the habit you have is a really hard one and you might just struggle with it for a long time. The truth is, it's not absolutely the end result you're going for. Could it be that what you're actually doing is building up your character? It's what you're becoming as you work to change the habit. That's nothing to shame yourself for just because the habit didn't change easily. You are becoming stronger in the process. You're becoming a person that doesn't quit. You're becoming a person that loves and supports yourself no matter what the outcome is, and that's worth working for. The person you're becoming can show up not only for you right now, but for all the other people who are in your life. You know that this is one of my soapboxes. We learn to love and care for ourselves so that we can show up for others better too. It's not selfish to take care of what we need because what we're learning along the way helps us to reach out to others better too. I love this process so much. You can do this. I believe in you. If you need a little boost, if you need an accountability partner or someone to remind you just how good you're doing, I would love to be that for you. Today, Wednesday, May 11th, 2022, is the last day to sign up for my free mini mentor calls. I will spend 15 minutes with you, guiding you through some of the simple systems that will help you to keep going. Now, 15 minutes doesn't give us much time, but we can get started. And if you feel like we're a good fit, if you like working with me, then you'll have the opportunity to join my connection mentorship. Now, if you've been listening to me through any of me talking about the, these mini mentor calls, you'll know that I usually only offer my connection mentorship at the end of Unique Connection, but I've decided to open that up a little bit more. If you listen to this episode after those mini mentor calls have closed, you can still join the connection mentorship. You can choose between one, two, or four calls a month where we will work together. I will be your guide to help you remember what you want and guide you as you learn the simple systems that will get you there. I'll leave you links to both of those in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today. I would love to hear what habits you have chosen to work on breaking. You can send me an email at marla at hunkydory.com. You can leave me a message on my Instagram. I'm at hunkydory there. I'd love to hear your voice in the DMs where you can leave me a voice recording. I absolutely love those. So until next week, 
I'm sending lots of love. And remember, I see you. I know how hard you're trying. And I'm here to support you any way that I can. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day and I'll talk with you again next week.